Hi, this is Vani Shukla. Welcome to Garden and Nature Southwest. Today I want to share with you some information on how you can invite wild bird species in the garden. One of the important things is that when we are trying to invite wild bird species in our garden, we have to move beyond just thinking about the kind of food we put out. So, what are some of the other things that we can do to make our garden space a friendly place for them and also a beautiful place for us to enjoy? If the birds find that there are so many other things in your garden that are similar to what they find in nature, if there are elements that mimic that natural environment, then they are more likely to come and stay or visit over and over again. So what are those elements and how can we create this healthy ecosystem? So one of the most important things to create that is the diversity of plants. And especially if you can add native plants to your garden, that will increase the chances of having those birds even more. So the more diversity you have in plants, that's going to create more diversity of insects as well. And many of the wild bird species have their diet predominantly based on insects. And for chicks, for pretty much most of the birds, the chicks are fed diet of insects and their caterpillars. So if you're hoping to have birds nest in your garden, then it is even more important to increase that diversity of uh, insects in the garden. So it's basically what we're talking about is a rich life in your garden overall. And that's what starts to bring wild birds. So among the few native plants that I want to mention today, one is a chocolate flower. And this is a plant with amazing perfume. As soon as you step out into the garden, you find this beautiful smell, especially in the morning and evening hours when it's cooler. The perfume is quite intense. This plant is also a favorite of lesser goldfinches. These birds will often come in flocks and will be all around the garden wherever they find the chocolate flowers and will be eating the seeds. Some of the other plants that provide seeds to these birds and some of the other seed-eating birds, Gallardia is one of them. Gallardia is also known as blanket flower. And it also is available in so many different colors. So you can choose the ones that would suit your garden design. The sunflower also has a number of varieties that are native to Southwest region. And again, the seeds are something that are enjoyed by a lot of uh, seed-eating birds. So another thing that we have to think about is, uh, does our garden space provide them shelter? Does, the, does our garden space have uh, places where they can hide when it's really scorching hot summer sun? Do they have a place to hide when, let's say, there's a hawk flying above? So for that purpose, what we are going to need is bushes and shrubs and trees. So for example, when you have this skeleton leaf golden eye bush, which gets about five feet wide and maybe about three to four feet high, that bush provides the food to the seed-eating birds. Again, the lesser goldfinches really flock and go to the golden eye when it's blooming. Um, at the same time, it also provides the shelter and the shade to the birds. I would often see the quails, especially their chicks, go and hide under the bush as soon as they hear a noise. Some of the other bushes I could mention that you can have in the garden would be the black dahlia. It can get quite wide, up to five to six feet wide, but not that high, maybe about two feet. And uh, it's not very dense. The skeleton bush golden eye is more dense. Black dahlia is not that dense. 
Again, the quail chicks are the ones that I often find going and staying underneath the Black Dahlia and spending the hot afternoon there and coming out only in the evening or in the early morning. Some of the other bushes you could have, so for example, Aniscanthus bush is is a nice bush to have for hummingbirds. And at the same time, it's providing the shelter and also supporting the insect population. Other native bushes and shrubs that we can have in the garden are woolly butterfly bush is a native of Southwest. And the scientific name is Bodleia marubifolia. And I will put these names in the show notes, names of the plants as well as the birds. So the woolly butterfly bush has light green foliage and it attracts native insects and butterflies. And again, a good plant to have for garden design also as it can be used as contrast to some of the darker green foliage plants. Some of the other bushes or plants could be the gaura which is also called bee blossom and can attract a number of uh, insects. So as far as the birds, sometimes you may not expect what bird is going to like what bush, but in our gaura, which we never expected, underneath the bush, there was a quail's nest, um, Gamble's quail's nest. So that's what it liked. And it made the nest there and it had chicks. And then, of course, the chicks would roam around um, all over the yard, hiding from bush to bush. Wolfberry is another native bush that can provide berries for the birds and, of course, at the same time provides shelter. Now, if you can have trees in the yard, that will be a really big plus. Even if you have a small yard and you can have just even one tree, that can help tremendously to invite birds because when the birds are flying high above, they can see your yard, they can see your garden from a far distance. And of course, when they arrive in your yard, they have place for perching or just hiding from the hot sun, predators. So depending on the space that you have and the design you want, you can choose from so many different native trees that are available. But one of my favorite is the desert willow tree. And it it provides so much color to the garden. If you have good view from your garden space then too this is a good tree to have because it's not going to completely block the view also the hummingbirds love this tree because of the nectar the flowers provide the verdants i often see are chirping and hopping around the flowers attract a lot of um, native insects and so i guess that must be one of the reasons why the insect eating birds like warblers and verdants are often hopping around in the tree i have Recently had a pair of Orioles also visit our desert villa tree. Another absolute favorite of the birds is the Mexican elderberry tree. The elderberry is again a native of the southwest and it is a great tree to have because the foliage is quite dense and so that provides good shelter for the birds. They also find it a good tree to make their nests in and the elderberry provides a good food source, especially we see the mockingbirds and the thrashers really loving the elderberry. The blue grass beak that we had this year several times also went to the elderberry tree every time it visited our garden. So it is definitely a great tree to have in the garden. So when your garden starts to get all these wild birds, you're also going to have some predator birds and um, that is part of nature. Some of the common ones that visit our garden are cooper hawks, uh, kestrels, um, shrike. One time we had a loggerhead shrike and as soon as the shrike came in, we did not see a hawk flying above. So we were surprised why everybody flew and then we spotted the 
loggerhead shrike sitting on the pillar. We kept watching from inside the house, and the loggerhead shrike suddenly went under a pile of rocks and snatched a rock wren. And all of this happened so quickly that it almost was a bit shocking to see. And even though, yes, it is a part of nature, sometimes you feel a bit protective towards the birds that are coming to your garden. But um, again, that is part of nature. Other predator birds that we get are owls and nighthawks. These are nocturnal birds, of course. And these birds often pick up other critters like uh, the mice that might be in your garden. Now, another important aspect to consider in the garden is to not clean out all the leaf litter and all the plant material that falls on the ground. We keep our paths and other areas that we move around in, we keep those areas clean, but I leave the planting areas alone. I do not clear those out, except if there are weeds or invasive plants growing in, then of course I would remove those. So as that leaf litter builds up, the life in the soil, like just above the surface of the soil, and just beneath the surface of the soil, you would have a lot of um, insect life. This kind of mulch or the plant material in the soil or the life just underneath that mulch is so important for the foraging birds. For example, the juncos or the curved-bill thrashers or robins, chipping sparrows. These are often looking for insects, their caterpillars, which are underneath the soil. And the earthworms are there, which robins are pulling out quite often. Also, the rock wrens are often moving the leaf litter away or are finding bugs, the moths and other caterpillars underneath the bushes. Now, also, this kind of plant material mulch helps to keep the soil moist. And one of the things that is quite interesting to watch is I have seen the birds, especially in the hot summer days, the birds will come in under the bush, they will move the plant material away and when that moist, cool soil is exposed, they sit down with their belly touching to the ground. And I guess it provides them some cool, moist environment to spend the hot afternoon in. So definitely, this is a big part of your garden ecosystem that attracts the wild birds. Now, how about the nest boxes? Is that going to attract the birds? Well, yes, it's good to have nest boxes, but the nest boxes alone are probably not going to be that helpful. But if you have in your garden a good ecosystem going on with a number of species of insects, then the bird boxes would be something that they want to use. When the chicks are hatched, the parents have to take so many trips getting the caterpillars, the insects back to the chicks so many times all day. So this year we had the ash-throated flycatcher use one of our nest boxes. And we watched after the chicks were hatched that the parents all day, they will be going back and forth from the nest box to various areas of the garden and finding those insects. So it is more efficient for the birds if they have the food nearby and they don't have to spend a lot of energy, especially in the hot summers, to go long distance, find their food and then bring it back to your nest box they will probably not want to make nest in such a place where the food is much further away from their nest. Another element we have to think about in the garden is the water source. You can have a really elaborate, nice, beautiful design water features, or you can go very simple, just put a terracotta tray out, like the trays that are for putting underneath the planters, like for the overflow water. Especially the smaller bird will enjoy it more because this is not very deep and they can bathe in those dishes. 
drippers are very attractive to some of the birds, especially, again, the smaller bird species, the lesser goldfinches or the verdins or uh, sometimes even the hummingbirds like to come over there. And if the dripper is dripping on a flat surface or a very shallow dish, that's what makes it more attractive to the, sm- uh, the smaller bird species. We also had a blue grosbeak, which is, again, you know, of course, a larger bird species. But the blue grosbeak always wanted to come to the dripper all the time and preferred that uh, to uh, going to the regular bird bats. In the future episodes, I will be sharing more information about native plants, edible plants, wildlife in our garden and out in nature. So stay tuned for future episodes. Thank you for listening.